Hey guys, it's Johan. Welcome back to the Sports Scoop episode 2. We're going to be talking about a myriad of topics this time, and here's my partner. Hey guys, this is Becca with the Sports Scoop. Yeah, we have quite a variety of topics for you today. Couldn't figure out what to call them, so a myriad sounds good. Um, Johan, do you want to kick us off? Uh, Sure, so... So we're starting off with coronavirus and how it's impacting sports and events and what's most surprising to us. So I think the most surprising thing is that they're already like canceling things into June, like Wimbledon and the Gulf US Open, I think it was. And then also like how one person getting coronavirus in the sports community affected every single sport. Like it seems like it had an effect on everyone. And then I think the most important thing that no one's really, like, focusing on enough is the fact that a lot of players and athletes and higher-up people with more money are donating a lot of their hard-earned money to coronavirus research, which I think is really cool. What about you? Yeah, I agree with everything that you said. I think that the impact has been, of course, enormous. Um, When Gobert from the Jazz was diagnosed... It shut down the whole NBA season, and then when they discovered... Suspended the whole NBA season. Oh, yeah, suspended, right. And when they figured out that even when they didn't have any fans at the Sharks hockey game in San Jose, that that caused some concern for the NHL, but also caused some cases to happen for some of the NHL players. So it's really spreading fast. Yeah, including our hometown avalanche. I think two players have got it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll talk about that later, right, if, if we're going to get back. Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, it's been sad for a lot of sports fans. March Madness got canceled. Um, no Federer. We're not going to get to see Federer in Wimbledon this year. Um, the bigger question will be how it all ends up, right? Yeah. So, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But let's, for a minute, can we move into a different topic? Yeah. So, Johan, I want to ask you um, what you think about the most recent news of Tom Brady. Um, So, Chris Godwin of Tampa Bay gave up his number 12 to Tom Brady, which I think is really cool. And I think in an interview he said that he, he would always give up his number to the GOAT. He just waited for Tom Brady to ask. And then... Uh, supposedly, the reports are he's renting out a house in Tampa Bay, and then I'll save you for the other part well, of who I think, it's from. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, he's renting it out from Derek Jeter and living... You said he was living in a neighborhood with a lot of Tampa Bay Lightning hockey players. Yeah, um, supposedly a pretty ritzy neighborhood outside of Tampa Bay where some of the Tampa Bay Lightning already live. But what I read was that it's a pretty ritzy neighborhood with a lot of big mansions, but Derek Jeter's is the biggest. And um, there's some controversy with it. Did you read about the controversy? No. That his house is built more um, Victorian style, like English garden style, but the houses that were already in the neighborhood were on a Mediterranean theme. So I guess that's been a bit of a downfall for the neighborhood since Derek Jeter has owned a house there but obviously Derek's not living there and Tommy is 
Yeah, well, I think that's exactly what he wants, and I'm sure he will enjoy living next to other sports players, especially some from his own community, I guess. Yeah. How about anything else you want to add to what you already said? Well, I think he'll have fun living there. I mean, they have apparently like a boat dock and like water recreation right off of their backyard. Mm-hmm. So sounds like fun, doesn't it? Yeah, I'd love to live there. <laughs> You'd love to live there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, um, our next topic... What about Tua, and I can never pronounce his last name, Johan, help me out. Tugavailoa. You can say that again. Tugavailoa. Yeah, so Tugavailoa. Tua Tugavailoa. Tua Tugavailoa. Here, I'll start us off so you can learn how to say the name. Okay, that sounds good. So I think he'll go fifth to the Dolphins despite his injury problems. I think it would be a great move for the Dolphins considering their lack of quarterbacks, to say the least. They've always been lacking, like I just said, and I think if they get Tua, and with all their free agent signings they made this year, I think they could make the playoffs with the expanded playoff field to seven, and possibly go ten and six if Tua turns out to what everyone thinks he might turn out to if his injuries don't become a big thing. So yeah, I think if Tua goes to the Dolphins, I think we have a playoff contender there. I would agree with you. I hope that the injuries are truly healed, as the physical checks have shown. And he would be a great asset to the Dolphins. They have Fitzpatrick, but and he's good. But he's old. But he's old. Yeah, and Tua's young. Yeah. And he'd be new and he'd be fresh. He'd look good in the Miami blue, probably. Little dolphin on his helmet. And then, uh, but the other thing I think that would be important is, I think it's Miami that's the team that's had like over 20 starting quarterbacks since Dan Marino retired. And Cleveland. So, oh yeah, they have company. Mm-hmm. So they really need, Miami really needs to get a quarterback that another will... Another Dan Marino. They need another Dan Marino in Miami. They need something to latch on to for the fan base, for the city. And I think that if, if he can go as maybe the second or third quarterback in the draft and fifth to the Miami Dolphins, that would be a great fit. For the Dolphins, and I think the risk is worth the the reward, the, reward, the potential, potential reward. reward. Yes. So I think we've said enough about two. Let's move on to our hometown team, the Broncos. Do you think they need anything else to fill gaps in the draft or the rest of free agency? They do. I mean, they still need a lot of things to um, get back to the glory days, of course. But what they really the glory need days being five years ago. The glory days. Yes. They, they really need a speedy receiver. They have great catching receivers right now. They have Sutton. He's a beast. We know he can catch the ball and carry, you know, defenders with him as he runs after the catch. But we need a speed guy. We need a speed guy. That's who I think we need the most. What do you think? Um. Well, personally, I think that considering we have Cortland Sutton, who did just make the Pro Bowl and then... Deshaun Hamilton, a third wide receiver, and Drew Locke, who proved himself with as well as two running backs who can catch out of the backfield. I think um they could wait on wide receiver for a year and possibly go for like an offensive lineman, which is desperately what they needed the last two years. And then after losing Chris Harris, I think they might need to fill a nice number one elite cornerback role because they're missing that now. And they have a gap there. And that's what they really need. Offensive line and cornerbacks, in my opinion. All right. 
And then our next topic, uh, we're going to go, we'll take our time on this one, and then the last one we'll go quickly on. Uh, so, what do you think about Teddy Bridgewater going to the Panthers with their new head coach, Matt Rule? Well, I think it's a great move. Um, Newton wasn't really working there. And so, they've got a new coach, Matt Rule, as you mentioned, uh, up-and-coming, smart football guy. He's out of Baylor for his most recent job in the college ranks. And I think that he'll bring some energy and um, smart football to the Panthers. And Teddy Bridgewater is a smart quarterback. He can read the defense. He's a proven talent, as we saw in his backup role when he played with the Saints behind Breeze. So there's no problem there. Teddy Bridgewater is a yes with the Panthers. In my personal opinion, I'm going to go against everything you just said and say it's a terrible move. <laughs> I think the Panthers right now aren't in a state of needing to get a quarterback right now. And I think Teddy Bridgewater could have benefited a team that maybe needed more of a win-now type team. Like maybe I think the Redskins could have used him to kind of teach Dwayne Haskins so Dwayne Haskins can become what they hope he can. And I think the Panthers really just needed to draft a quarterback in this upcoming draft and rebuild around him, not sign a quarterback who's proven himself at maybe a backup role, maybe a kind of starter role, but never as a starter. He's not a – I would say he's a bottom-half starter in the league. Bridgewater? Yeah. See, I disagree with you. I think that when you, when you can carry the Saints – like he did, I think you've proven yourself already. Carry but the you're Saints. Forgetting. He didn't carry the Saints. The defense stepped up in all six or seven games he played. I can't remember which one. Well, and he doesn't have to carry the Panthers either. He's got McCaffrey on his side. And who else? He's He's got a defense that they can build. Right? Good. They have Luke Keekley. Okay. Hey, there's a start. Yeah, no one. He's I, I honestly don't know much about their defense. I think, <laughs> I, think, I think he could have benefited from going to the Colts instead of Rivers. I think the Colts didn't make the right move signing Rivers to a $25 million contract. If they got Bridgewater, I really like that team as maybe a number one seed in the AL West. In the AFC, Were the over, Colts, over the Chiefs. The Colts maybe weren't willing to pay the money. Bridgewater's getting paid less than Rivers. Well, I didn't know that, obviously. So it makes you ask the question then on your edge. We shall see. Okay, and then we're going to move into our last topic here. We are going to go super quick on this one. So let's go. Finals in the NBA and NHL. What do you think? I, uh, you mean like will they have seasons? Yeah, will or? they have the rest of their regular season and will they have playoffs? I think hopeful for an August playoff for each league, um, but maybe no fans. That's my prediction. So I'm going to go quick. I think they will have playoffs, but I think considering their time crunch and getting within the next year, I think they might have shortened playoffs. So like instead of their average seven games each series, might move it down to like five in the first three rounds and then go seven in the last round just to make it go by a little quicker. And I doubt they finish the regular season. That's what I have. So next week we'll be bringing some more NFL free agency stuff, especially on Jadavion Clowney since he's still unsigned. 
And then we might have a guest in peer, appearance. We never know. You never know. We could even maybe talk a little bit about the Olympics yeah. being uh, postponed. I believe that was requested from one of our viewers. Um, and then the other thing is if you are really missing March Madness, we heard from one of our listeners that the American Orchid Society is actually having some sort of a bracket for the best orchid. So if you're interested in that, maybe reach out to that website and check out that bracket. <laughs> and my partner is saying stop. <laughs> okay, guys, that's all we've got on the Sports Scoop this week. Uh, see ya. Thanks for listening.